Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Irrelevant, the podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Womack, and this is the M episode, and I wanted to give it to Maddie, obviously, because her name is M, but um, it's called Mind Over Matter, and I'm just going to let her introduce herself before we talk about what we're going to get into. So, hi guys, my name is Maddie. I am from right outside of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania from a small town in the suburbs of Philly. I'm a marketing major and a advertising and public relations and Spanish minor as well. And I, that's kind of a little bit about me, but yeah, Marissa and I met the beginning of freshman year, but we got really close um, the beginning of 2022. Yeah, that's so, I don't like, I think about how we knew each other and then like got super close like second semester mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like I got the closest with like all my like now best friends that semester yes but yeah um so for mind over matter Maddie is a very organic person in this <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it like she's she's very down to earth um but obviously, like, we're human, like, anxiety is a thing, and reality is a thing, but that's kind of what we're going to talk about, of just mental health, body image, um, how to stay peaceful and mindful in such a crazy environment, um, so we can talk a bit about your past, um, and how kind of all of your mental health ideology started. So I grew up as a competitive dancer and an athlete all throughout my entire life. I began dancing when I was about three years old and danced competitively from the ages, from between ages seven all the way up until when I graduated high school when I was 18. And I was a competitive cheerleader. I played soccer. I was very active and being active and um, that takes a toll on your body, but it also takes a toll on your mental health. And I spent every day, Monday through Friday, at my dance studio from about like four until like nine, ten o'clock most nights. And you're constantly staring at yourself in the mirror and that doesn't bode well for body image and mental health and feeling confident about yourself and your own skin. And I loved dancing. It was, it was the best outlet for myself for expressing myself, but it got to the it got to a point at one point my life when it was just really toxic for me and I hated going to dance and I hated going to the studio. I didn't want to do it anymore. But I knew that I didn't want to give that up in my life and that was a huge part of my life. And it's just so weird to not have it anymore. But that kind of all imploded and then especially with like COVID and the pandemic and then doing everything from home, that didn't make anything any easier because then you're just ripped out of your environment that you're all that you're comfortable in and doing things in my house and I just felt like really uncomfortable in my skin and I just didn't feel like myself anymore so I feel like that was a very like not good time for me mentally and I, had, I did a lot of work my senior year of high school through the summer leading into college to get to where I am now and it has not been easy especially like losing such a huge part of yourself. And I kind of felt like I like lost a part of my identity, which it wasn't a health, like it wasn't always healthy what I had lost, but I was working on like getting like self-confidence back and like, not having that whole outlet in my life and like 
a big part of who I was. I felt like I just was like lost and missing. And I feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but trying to figure out how to go from being such an active and competitive person into your college life where that's just like not the same environment anymore and you're not doing the exact same things you did in high school and like your all of your like years of schooling before college and I was started taking um, bar classes with my mom my freshman year of high school and I would take them like once a week um, just to like do something else outside of dance to get me out of that environment and into something different and a more positive experience to get myself like back into a better self-esteem, self-confidence and build my self-confidence back up after I had like shattered myself completely with like really negative self-talk all the years being in dance and staring at yourself 24 seven in a mirror. And I, then my senior year of high school, I was all hybrid learning and I was in some days, out some days. So I would get up at 6 a.m. before school with my mom and we would drive to the bar studio and I would take bar class every single day before school. And it put me in like the best mood because I did not want to be sitting in my house all day. That was so boring to me. I'm such a people person and I clearly can talk a lot. So I didn't like that. And that just got me into a better headspace to be able to stay at home and do all of that stuff because I still had to go to dance, but I was just dancing in a mask and it was just all weird. So that was a really great outlet in my life and I knew I wanted to bring that with me into college. And I was fortunate enough to find the same studio that I was going to at home down here at school. So I started my journey of like, work, like I don't know what work is, but started like my work, like self-care workout, like all that kind of journey. And then through this little thing that our sorority did called Sweat Your Philanthropy with a local yoga studio, I decided to sign up and give that a try. I had done yoga before, but I knew I really wanted to try something different that I hadn't done before. And I gave it a try. I was absolutely hooked. It is Studio Fire in Columbia, and it is hot yoga and infrared sauna room. And it is just like therapy in an hour, and it's my favorite thing. It's one of my favorite things about going to school here is just the community I've gained from that and what that studio has done for me like, in so many aspects. And I found that studio at the end of uh, my first semester of college, and I was just in a really weird mental headspace the entire first semester. I didn't know if I liked it here at all. I was very back and forth on like how I felt. I was incredibly homesick, being 10 hours away from home gained weight. I couldn't lose it. I just did not feel comfortable in my skin whatsoever. And I didn't like who I was. I was just so unhappy. So I went home for winter. Like it was a great break, came back and I was just still in like a weird funk. And um, as most of my friends know, I went through a breakup, um, a long-term relationship at that time. And I was so depressed and I didn't want to get out of my bed any day. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I hadn't like bought any class packs or anything. I had no motivation to get out of my bed and do anything. And I know I knew I felt better when I was moving my body and getting some form of movement in. And I just decided to buy like a, what was it like one month unlimited classes or something, just something to motivate me 
to get me out of bed because going to class didn't even motivate me and I like I genuinely like school so that was just not doing it for me so I then started going more regularly I was going every day the instructor almost every day the instructors like knew my name I felt like a sense of community that I like was trying to find and look for and I just left all of the stuff that I was dealing with at the door and I just walked into the studio had that like one hour to myself and just ending with like meditation and stretching and it's just like a full body workout but you don't even feel like working out if that makes sense it just feels more like an experience of that I don't know but I it just totally changed like my mental like capacity and like my sanity and how I was feeling at school I was such a calmer person and I really feel like it has like changed me so much like finding yoga like practicing yoga on a daily basis and I was lucky enough to become a sorority ambassador for them in the fall so I was doing content creation stuff for them and I still go like 24-7 now but definitely finding yoga shifted my mindset completely and like put a more positive outlook on working out and doing this for you and not like to like change your body or to like fit in that next like costume that I wanted to get into or like anything like that and just all like more towards like mental health and feeling better about yourself that was really long but that's kind of like (laughs) where it started so yeah yeah um so going back to COVID like I feel like well COVID was three years ago yeah like today or yesterday like it started today um and I feel like COVID really was like a make or break for a lot of people just for like habits and things like that and for like me specifically like Maddie knows how I am like I'm very like I think about the future 24 7 and I think that I've been able to sit down with myself this weekend specifically and this past week for spring break and like really really think about why I do that and I think that it all has sprouted from COVID and just like losing that time and feeling like I was so behind and like not being able to be myself and do things that I wanted to do. And I think that now I'm in the headspace where I just rush everything just because I'm like, okay, well COVID set me back. So I have to like keep up and things like that. And I really did like sit down and I was like, you, I love to overwork myself, but it has gotten to a point where I'm like, all right, COVID is winning at this point. Like, it's just not even fun to like be keeping up and like doing everything and just feeling like I need to do everything like that. Um, But even Maddie, like with Studio Fire, knowing you before and then knowing you now, you truly are like a different person and like how excited you are for like your day and like waking up in a positive attitude like you wake up so early and I'm still asleep until like (laughs) eight and even eight like I feel like it's so early but I have like learned from Maddie of just like you start your day you feel so much more productive like even though I'm not waking up at six in the morning like I used to last year I was waking up at like 11 and I was miserable the whole day and I wasted my day and so now like I do have so much more time to myself and to think and I've been practicing reading and just like being able to put myself first which is why this episode is a couple weeks late but it's just because sometimes you do overwhelm yourself so much and you do have to like take a step back and like 
really think about it. And like even today I was offered to start another podcast for my new internship and I had to be like, look, I would love to, but I have to finish this season or else it's never going to get done. I'm never going to finish my others. Like it, I've just finally started prioritizing myself, which I think that like looking at how Maddie experiences life and experiences happiness and joy, like being able to kind of have a friend that you look up to like that and that you're so close with is very important, especially in the college aspect, because who you do surround yourself with is who you are becoming. And if you're surrounding yourself with people that are unmotivated and they like are stoners 24 seven or like they're always drinking, like they wake up at like just things like that, that is just so unproductive with your day and with your life that you're just wasting your time and you're wasting your college experience when you can be actually enjoying life. I feel like when you, how you said, like, getting overwhelmed and, like, stretching yourself too thin, I feel like it's really easy to do that in college now, like, and I feel like that relates back to, like, mind over matter, like, you want to get involved in so many different things, like, I'm guilty of that, I love to be busy, I love my schedule, it's, like, fully packed, I'm something 24-7, I love being busy, I think it also is, like, big thing of FOMO, I'm, like, fear of missing out, and, like, you see all these things happening and you want to be a part of all of them but then you realize like you're stressing yourself out and then you get so overwhelmed and then everything just feels like a thousand pounds like on your chest and you're like I can't get all this done at one time and then you're also a student like you forget that like you're in school like school is the reason why we're here like, that is the first thing and I feel like it just goes back to like taking a step back and like I just read this like I just I think I just like read it I'm like Instagram post or something but it was like zooming out on your life and like taking a step back and realizing like don't sweat the small stuff because like it's all small stuff don't like think too deep into things because like in the grand scheme of things like is it gonna matter in five minutes like five days like five months from now five years like that kind of thing like and don't let it like consume you and bring you down which is like something like I'm constantly still working on but that was like such a problem for me a year ago from now like a year ago I was just letting like everything like all consuming when you just need to like take a step back like look at the bigger picture take a breath and then like move forward and see how you're gonna like move past that yeah and I think with like arguments and things like that like issues with friends and like conflicts I do think about those things like I'm just being like, okay, this isn't going to matter. Like, we're still going to be friends. But then there are, like, other circumstances where I don't step back and I don't think about, like, how this is going to affect. Like, I I think that I have that mindset for part of my life, but I don't want to apply it for the rest of it because it scares me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, like, a fear of, like, not even just, like, missing out on things, but I, like, of not being successful because that's, like, a huge fear of mine, which is why like growing up how I grew up in the atmosphere that I was in and my sister being super successful but like she's been out of school for like four years now and she just got a job and I think that that like terrifies me even though she's been living like her best life and so even like I sat down with my mom and I was like look once I graduate, if I graduate, like, as early as I'm planning, I'm traveling. I'm taking, like, three months just for myself just to breathe because I feel like I've been packing my college experience and haven't been 
fully appreciating it and being grateful for it. And I think like gratitude is another big thing when it comes to like mind over matter of just like when you do step back and you see everything going on in your life to like be grateful that you are in those situations. Um, so now we can talk about body image. Okay. Like you talked a little bit about it of just with competitive dancing and everything like that, but like how it has changed from where you were like senior year, beginning of freshman year of college to like now. Okay. All right. So with regards to body image, I was definitely, I mean, I'm five, seven and I've always been tall. So I was always like very like tall and skinny and like lanky. I had really long legs with long arms and people were always like, oh my God, you're so skinny. You're so skinny. You're so skinny. Like when I was like, all throughout elementary school into middle school until like you hit puberty and like, your body completely changes. And then I just remember like going to dance all day and I was just looking at myself in the mirror and I just did not look like any of the girls anymore. I had like really much, I, I have always had really muscular arms, but my arms, I just felt like they looked so bigger compared to everyone else. And like my legs looked bigger and that is when I just discovered body dysmorphia is so freaking real. And I just would love to see like, if I could like just take my eyes and like look at myself, like not in a mirror, I would love to like see how I like, how I look from like someone else's point of view, because like you never really know what you actually look like, which is insane to me. And that's just something I think about all the time. And my, one of the biggest things I had to tell myself like throughout high school, when I was constantly like just comparing my body to other people's and like, why don't I look like them? And why, like, doesn't my leg look, why don't my legs get that high, like in this thing? And like, it, that comparison is literally the thief of joy. And that is something I tell myself like 24 seven every day that you are just, if you are constantly comparing yourself to somebody else, like you are just berating yourself and putting yourself down completely when the only person that you should want to compare yourself to is yourself because you can only be better than the person you were yesterday and like the person you were a year ago and that's all that you should care about and that is something that I've really tried to implement into myself into my life now in college because everyone's path is so different and everyone's doing different things like no one eats the same it's no one has like the same like background like have like different things that affect your like metabolism like after like learning about all of that and like taking the time to like educate myself on those things I can now like I like wish I could go back and tell myself when I was like 13 14 like freaking out over what I looked like in the mirror like I one like you're beautiful don't ever tell yourself or not and two like it's not that deep <laughs> um I feel like you I mean I feel like it's for women it's just such like a horrible thing to compare yourself to other people but it's inevitable everyone does it but you don't know other people's journeys and you know what other people are doing so why are you comparing your body to somebody else's when you're everybody's beautiful you're two completely different people and you don't know what somebody else is going through like in their own head like you could see like some like this girl with like rocking abs and you're like man I wish I looked like her well like you don't know like maybe she wishes she looked like you maybe she wishes she had your body and like that's just like such a toxic cycle to put yourself in so 
I just tried to implement that into my life. And now in college and not being in that situation and comparing myself to 20 other girls in the room wearing leotards and tights and nothing else and everything on your body you feel like you're showing. Just appreciating like how far I've come from that and how far I've like grown mentally and been able to like love my body and like fuel my body and not be like thinking that, oh my gosh, I don't want to eat that. Like that isn't, that's not like gonna make me feel, like that's gonna make me feel gross. Like, no, like food is fuel and creating a healthy relationship with food is such an important thing and for me that has really come with college like I've been a vegetarian for a very long time and now like cooking for myself like I have like learned the importance of like food and nutrients and nutrition and how to like properly fuel my body and I totally felt like that has completely changed like how one how I feel about myself things I feel in myself I know I'm doing the right amount compared to like how much I'm working out in my body all of those things and I just feel like I've had created such a better positive like mental space for myself where I can like positively look at myself and like uh, something that like my mom told me to think about is like when you like look at your, a picture of yourself when you're like five years old and like the things that you're telling to yourself right now like imagine telling that to yourself when you're five years old like that would break my heart mm-hmm. I can't imagine like telling my five-year-old self like the things that I would like say in my head back when I was like 14, 15, like in that time frame. Like that is just heartbreaking. Like you would never say those things to like some. Like you would never say that to like your baby self. So like, why are you thinking that about yourself right now? Because you're every single age you were before you, and like that's just like you're the same person you were then. So why is it okay to say that to yourself right now? So I feel like creating like a positive like mental space for yourself like automatically reflects like how you feel about yourself on the outside if you're feeling like better about yourself on the inside and just being more like forgiving to yourself and also like being grateful for how far you've come like I had this like conversation with my mom I was flying flying home flying and a trip from a trip over winter break and she was like you have like one gone gone through like you worked through so much and you were constantly working on yourself and like I had to like step back and like I gave myself credit I was like I have to give myself credit for how far I've come and like I've not like let things that I have not like let things like all consumed me and tried to spin it and turn this into like pouring love and work into myself to get to where I am now, where I feel comfort- comfortable and confident in my own skin. And I totally did not feel like that when I came to college. Yeah. I think that like for me, like I was always one of the tallest kids. Like I was super skinny, super athletic. Like I played four sports before I got hurt. And like I had I literally had a six-pack like I was one of those kids like that was like a full bodybuilder but then when I got hurt like slowly I started seeing my body change and like I have my mom's thighs and we all like my whole family knows that I have her thighs and like I have a slower metabolism and so just like not being super active on top of like having all that and then COVID with all that like none of it really helped um and then I got to, like, 
I was looking back recently on pictures from like junior and senior year and my like yearbook picture I do not look like that at all um it was just like a shock and even then like that was right when I was getting out of my like depression and trying to find myself and things like that and like I didn't even tell myself like and give myself those body issues until probably senior year when I started looking around and I was comparing myself to like not only Instagram models and like girls at my school but to like my best friends and even they know like we we would sit down and talk through it and just like affirmation after affirmation because they are just very good with that kind of stuff um and they know that like they look like that and they're very like secure in not their like body image but like their relationship with God and like how that results and everything like that um and so them being friends like with me was always just kind of like oh like am I like the pity friend like those kind of things and then I finally like realized like no I wasn't the pity friend like I wasn't the one to like make them look better things like that like they just genuinely liked me for me but I had to like step back and like really think about like my body and things like that and like what I wanted to change and how I wanted to change them because I feel like everyone looks into things and they're like oh like I wish I looked like this and then they just don't do anything about it or they don't start eating healthy or like they don't start working out like giving their body the energy that it actually needs um and like this is the best you're ever gonna look unless you miraculously get raw card abs when you're like 30 but like this is the youngest that you're gonna be and like as good as you're gonna look until you start like treating your body how it deserves to be treated because I think that that was like a big thing with my mental health was just like I didn't think that I deserved like the love from myself with my body um and Maddie now knows that I am the most self-conceited person um I love myself no matter what I look like um, and I think that it's just been a journey and yeah, it gets very annoying for my friends around me, but I think that sometimes like they don't always know like the backstory of where it all came from, like, and just how far personally I have come with looking in the mirror and being able to appreciate like how I was created and things like that. And like everyone always was like, oh my God, your skin is glowing, like all of this stuff. And so whenever I would have a singular pimple, I would go into like hibernation and start freaking out. But then I started like treating my skin good and drinking water and like things that I actually needed to make my skin good and like feel good because that's the difference of like, you might look good, but you don't feel good. And now like, yes, there are things that I still am like pushing myself to look like, not comparison wise of just health wise for me and like in my future of my body and the industry that I work in and where I want to be but like I feel good and that's all that really matters at the end of the day of just how comfortable are you and your skin because that's who you're stuck with like at the end of the nights like in your thoughts and things like that and like you might look one way you might feel one way but you might think another and so really being in tune with your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and being able to prioritize 
yourself and how you feel and not comparing yourself which is like another reason why I delete TikTok all of the time like I hate I hate going on TikTok because I just find myself either wasting time ruining my like attention span or I'm just comparing myself and I'm like why am I not famous why do I not look like that and even like I blew up with two of my friends TikToks and I caught myself staring at the comments for like hours I went through every single comment was just figuring out because one bad comment ruins every other good one and so that's why I just I started cutting it off realizing how bad it is for me and obviously being in the industry that I'm in like I do have to get it back for work a lot of times but I just try and only get it when I need it and just really think about what I'm putting into myself and like how I'm putting in it into myself because comparison goes with confidence and it goes with your mental health and all of that just kind of it does affect you and especially like the college atmosphere like you can't just go back home whenever you feel like you're super uncomfortable and things like that like even I go home all the time and I'll not even compare myself to like how I look but I'll compare my life and that's another thing of just like that I think that's why I push myself too as far as I do it's just because I want to be the most successful then here I am at a SEC school like thriving and doing what I want to do but again that goes back to comparison like I it shouldn't matter what these people are doing back home like it shouldn't matter where I am compared to where they are like at the end of the day, I'm doing what makes me happy. So like, why does it matter? Their thoughts. And I've been slowly but surely realizing everything with myself. And that's like another reason why I have this podcast. Like I get to look back on like last year's episode with my mental health. And then earlier this season with my episode with Hannah on influence identity and insecurity, like I, was in a very different state of mind and what I believed in and religion and all of that kind of stuff and just being able to grow with the podcast with other people surrounding me and like even them being able to look back on their episode and be like holy crap like I was there at this time and now here I am this is how far I've grown this is where I'm at even if like some of them have been a step back it's you get to see where you want to be and like the future and like a reflection and that's a big reason why I did start this and why we're halfway done with the second season so I feel like I've always been a very anxious nervous worried person like my entire life I was always like worried about like the next thing like worried about like school class like tests I have major testing I still do like hate absolutely take tests but and I feel like I never really like addressed it throughout my like time elementary middle school high school living with my family I feel like I never like everyone knew I was a big worrier but we never just like really talked about it and I just kind of worked on it myself and coming to college that's a very like big like lifestyle change and like 
you're living on your own, you're doing things by yourself. Like you're not asking your parents for permission. Like every time you go to do something and you, I just constantly was like worrying about like, just about like everything. I was worrying about school. I was worrying about like how to make friends, how to find my place here. And it just would like send me into a spiral with my thoughts. And I was just really anxious in like social settings. And I'm like a freaking social butterfly. I talk to a lot of people when I'm out and about. And that, it just like, I did not feel like myself at all. And I was like, I don't know why I'm so like stressed and like anxious and I don't have like a reason to be. And it's just like, when you put yourself into a completely different environment that you're not used to, like everything just feels like it's so weird and changes, but it taught me how to be like insanely independent. My parents like commented on this, like when I was home, over like the winter holiday that they're like I'm such an independent person like I like my car radio stopped working and my brakes were making noises I found a mechanic here took my car to get fixed like did all, all those things by myself that I like would have been so afraid to do like at home I would have never done that myself but I like got the confidence and like worked on like gaining independence to be able to do all these things myself and I remember like I remember when I was working at my job well I still work there but working at my job at the mall at a jewelry like store I remember I was like so terrified to eat by myself like I was so nervous like I was like what are people like thinking like I'm like like alone like they think I'm like like I'm like lonely like I don't have people I'm like no like literally no one cares about like if you're sitting by yourself eating lunch, like everyone is worried about their own things. Like no one is thinking twice about like you, like not that like no one cares, but like just no one cares. Like I'm just kind of having that mentality and like doing my own thing, which has definitely like shifted my anxiety and like made it more manageable. Cause I definitely feel like last spring is when it kind of like skyrocketed for me. And I was just very anxious person 24 seven. And it was just not helping me in any aspects of life. So I like really worked on that throughout the summer and I'm still working on it now and managing it and like thinking, like working on what things to do, like when I feel anxious, like I have a playlist full of like chill music. I love to draw and create art. I was an art student throughout high school. So something I love to do is paint and whenever I'm having like a really like tough week or like tough night I just like get out of canvas and I start painting I've painted things from my room for my littles for my apartment and my roommates and that I feel like art is a really big outlet for me that I've continued with through college and it's like a really positive thing for me working out is something that always helps me feel better and um cleaning I really like to clean when I'm stressed and <laughs> I clean my whole I clean like the kitchen my living room my room my room is always clean I literally hate when that's not me and just finding like healthy ways to like cope with like your anxiety because it's not like it's going anywhere it's not like you can just like flip a switch and you're just like no anxiety free like no no one's like there's no like stress in my brain no you're gonna have it forever so you gotta figure out how to work with it and like live your life with it because you shouldn't stop your life or like stop living just because you're like 
a little more stressed and like worrying about every single thing than like the average person. So that's just like something I've like definitely been working on while being in college and being on my own is like how to cope with this by yourself. I'm like, yeah, you can call your mom when you're stressed and like anxious. And like I call my mom 24-7, like all the time I call my mom. But like working on like working through that on your own is such it's really hard and challenging, but it's so rewarding when you can like deal with these things on your own. And like using the tools that you've been like working with and practicing for so long. And once you like get through that, and I feel like I've definitely like this semester especially and like the end of last fall I feel like I definitely was in like a last fall like last fall I was in such a funk coming back to school and like life was different and I just wasn't I wasn't in a good spot but I feel like I've totally changed my outlook this like time like since what December on and I've just been in such a better mental space and like working on being more independent being okay with like doing more things alone and like creating that alone time because like you need to recharge your social battery and that is something I've like definitely found now and like I like giving myself grace when I'm having those like anxious days and anxious thoughts because everyone's human like it happens to everyone so like working through that but just like practicing like journaling and fueling your body with like healthy foods that like make you feel better on the inside which like will make you feel better like on the outside and finding those like healthy coping mechanisms to work through like the really tough like anxious days yeah um i definitely have seen less anxiety but more like ocd triggers with me personally um especially with scheduling things like that like I have to have like an hour by hour kind of thing um and sometimes I'll even like pretend that I can be in two places at one time a lot of times um but yeah I definitely think like painting is a big outlet for me um my room you can see a little bit and in some of the other episodes but I just like there's no space in my room for like anything just because I feel like it's my creative like I can just throw things on my wall and feel better about my life and I feel like sometimes I need craziness to like outweigh the craziness going on in my mind and in my schedule um but I think that mental health is like a big thing in college of just being able to like sit down with your thoughts and like giving yourself time and I know that like it is a very stressful period in your life of just being away from your parents for the first time and being away from your family and being with all of these random people that are now your best friends even though you've known them for less time than anyone in high school and middle school and things like that um but I think even like social anxiety is a big thing like whenever I um am out and about I am extroverted to an extent like I know I feel like I know a lot of people but those people that I don't know like it I'm very hesitant about meeting them or like talking with them like I just have to have someone around or someone near me just for me to be comfortable and I do consider myself an 
extroverted introvert. I think that's how it is. Yeah. Like I'm I, I'm everyone thinks that I'm an extrovert but on the inside like I'm like I'm okay being with myself. I'm okay being like alone um with my thoughts and things like that even though probably not the best idea sometimes. But overall, I'm trying to say that it's okay to like have mental health issues in college we're all going through it like we all have these things just finding an outlet and a healthy outlet is the best way to cope with it and just figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work for you and taking time for yourself you don't have to go to everything you really don't and I've been realizing that this year of just planning out what is actually super important to me and who's going to be there that's important to me and not having to just show up for people that aren't going to show that effort back kind of thing um and figuring out like true friends also does affect your mental health and just figuring out like when you're going through bad time who's the people reaching out to you who's the ones checking in on you um just surrounding yourself with good people do ultimately positively affect your mental health definitely i agree with that so that is the end of this M episode, Mind Over Matter. The next episode is um, in. Nithya and Christine will be on it. I'm not going to lie. I forgot what the title name is, but it's all right. I know who's on the episode. Um, but thank you again, Maddie, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you guys next week.